0: And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
1: Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Lane Podcast Network, and it is day 14 of the RPG a day. So today is Suggestions Sunday. So joining okay. me today is Kelly. Hello. And Justin is back because we managed to get him for another episode.
2: Hello from Anchorage, Alaska.
1: <laughs> so for Suggestions Sunday, it's going to be we roll a D8 and we're going to be tagging that many friends and you can totally add, uh, add, add your own D8 there. I'm just totally throwing out there. And suggest a new RPG for them to try. Because we are all about trying new RPGs all the time. We really are.
0: Okay. I have my D8 ready. It's okay. one of my mini sets.
1: <laughs> have you warmed it, it up sufficiently? Bit.
0: Yes, yes. It, it's, it's nice and warm in my hand. It is my pink pink clear one. Because, you know. And I rolled a
1: three. So that will be f- at least four friends we will be specifically tagging. And by the way, if you have suggestions, totally drop them in there, in 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 any time, and I will write them down on the notepad for dropping them, the tags tonight.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I am gonna go ahead and start with I'm gonna totally do a uh, my answer and my honorable mention. So first, for my actual answer, I'm going to throw out something that Kelly knows is a genre I love, which is, of course, the apocalyptic, because I grew up mm-hmm. with all the old, crunchy, apocalyptic games, riffs, Gamma World, oh, Gamma World, and and <laughs> one that I'm, I'm going to totally pull out a uh, RPG that is in print, which is AC After Collapse. Because the reason why I do love this is it is a uh, it's it's a variation of the d20 system so it's super easy for most gamers to immediately pick up and go I mean it's one of those you start playing and the rules just make sense and they go it doesn't require you to like relearn a system anything like that if you've played D and d or any other d20 system you know how to play it and it's totally written as I always joked as jokingly call a keys of the kingdom system where it gives you all the tools you need as a GM or a story or a player reading through it to pick and choose how you want your setting to be. You know, you can pick which kind of apocalypse are we talking? Are we talking the Terminators? Are we talking the Mad Max style, you know, collapse of society? You you can actually pick and choose what bits you want in your setting. So that way it's it's really not hard for you to pick a classic 80s, apocalyptic movie and the basic rules for ac after collapse and totally run and create a night one night shot game or a campaign from that you know because it is it is totally that translatable that you can just pick up gun and go you know you don't have to like spend tons of time you know reinventing the system it's all right there ready for you and then of course it's got tons of extra fluff books for for equipment and stuff just gonna throw that out there fluff books are good and i'll hold my honorable mention for later
2: well all right then uh because that's going to be such a hard act to follow i guess i'll go ahead and go next uh, because i do like Uh, So many of the old games, uh, I I, I guess I have that old man thing going on. There's a lot of the the modern games that are harder for me to relate to. But uh, that just means that I have to get past COVID and get out and mingle more. But uh, the game I want to suggest... Has an old version and a new version. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about Star Frontiers that originally came out in the mid to late 80s. And within the last five or six years, it's been re-released with an updated game system and modernized technologies. And that's important because when the original Star Frontiers came out, mm-hmm. it was you know, it was a pre-internet world, and so there they were guessing about computers well now the the modern version of this game system is more is more technologically accurate but the number one reason why i am still such a fan of star frontiers after all these decades is that it's a rules light game system in a science fiction space travel universe that Once you've tasted it, once you've gotten comfortable with it, you're fully prepared to go to the rules-crunchy Traveler universe, and once you get there, you'll see how many different overlaps there are. These two games, Traveler and uh, Star Frontiers, they're highly complementary to each other, and yet they are still their own separate things. So that's my official recommendation is the original and the new Star Frontiers.
1: That's a good pick. I mean Okay. Everybody Well um
0: Yeah. No, I mean, hello, who wants to be on Starfleet? (laughs) Um okay. (laughs) Uh for me I would have to do I would have to suggest um uh a fate system. Uh, that I very much enjoy, um, uh, cause, and I also enjoy the books is Dresden Files. The Dresden Files is an RPG, um, based off of Jim Butcher's book series. Um, and it, it, it works on a fate system where you also, you play off of aspects and stuff. And what's, it, it's very heavy reliant on, uh, storytelling but a shared storytelling. So and you can create well well however whatever type of character you create, you have these aspects that you can draw on. Um sort of like um the backgrounds that you have with D fifth uh, edition D D, sort of like, you know, that. Um but with these aspects you can use it to like Call, like call on dice or re-roll types of things, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things. But you can have group aspects that you can all pull from as well. And what's really like, so a city can have, you know, just say, for example, you have Vegas, you know, um, Sin City, baby, you know, it's like <laughs> you can pull on that. Sort of sinful nature, depending on what you're doing in the game uh to to add to your dice roll mm-hmm. uh, you're you're using the environment to add to the game as if it were a, a its player. own character.
1: yeah yeah,
0: cause... its own character it yeah it it becomes a character your environment um or wherever you create aspects for becomes almost like a character in the story. So and you yourselves can have your personal ones. But what's also cool is that as you play the game, you can sometimes create more aspects. Something horrible happens to you. <laughs> but from it, you know, uh you can create like an aspect rising from the ashes. Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing. And and it's that would be like sort of the name that it's called is rising from the ashes, and that aspect you can play upon uh, for later. You know, oh God, I'm down and out, everything's just terrible. I'm gonna pull on this aspect, rising from the ashes, to give me a boost. Mm-hmm. And what's nice is you can do it in such a way. Other things is that the entire group can sometimes pull on these aspects and it's through the shared storytelling that you're doing that you create these and what's really cool is that when you're you build the world together as a group session 0 all right i want to see this or you you sort of build the the big bad the environs all together so it's unified in that way. Of course, I will tell you, if you get one person who just doesn't seem to want to be, I don't know, cooperative, it can throw a little gum in the work. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> all of like, a sudden like, three quarters of the story is this and one person's off doing their own thing with the story.
0: Yeah. Um, and so it's it's not the one of the easiest ones to get to know, but I think it's very rewarding once you do.
1: I, I totally agree. And that's She's,
0: the fate system.
1: Yeah, if you're a hardcore RPGer, fate system is a great one because it's more storytelling than dice rolling. And the nice thing is too, when you when you have aspects, aspects are just cool to play with because it's cute little one sentence blurbs. So like with with your example, Kelly of of Vegas, if your character's looking for something and it's midnight cash in that fate chip. it's the city that never sleeps baby boom aspect to explain why you're yeah. able to find what you're looking for the the ungodliest hour yeah Just don't ask which god
0: or for example it's like oh you need sudden financing <laughs> 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 Woo-hoo! i'm gonna i'm gonna try and roll big you know <laughs> and there you go pulling that fate uh, aspect and to get to, to get your, you know, re-roll the dice or whatever, and oh, look at that! You won!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Fate System is beautiful because it's totally not genre or setting specific. You can use the Fate System in any setting, which is great.
0: Uh, I really like the Dresden ones, but again, because I did enjoy the books, mm-hmm. um, but also if and this is just a hoot because in the book series if you haven't read it um there's a bunch of werewolves their college love you know who play role playing games so they actually get the lead the main character to join them so they introduce role playing to a wizard <laughs> <laughs> and in the book itself they actually have notes between these play these Characters from the books writing this game book. So it has this whole metal level of uh, um, just cute little humor. You know, towards that. I just, I just got a kick out of that.
1: I yeah. thought that was the funny. books are geniusly put together because you have the the wizard fact checking with his magic skull and fact checking with the players and they're they're asking questions of Harry of how should we aspect this and it's it, the, the, the and these the are little notes
0: written in the margins.
1: Yeah, the post its <laughs> on the sides themselves are a great read just to read through those from the in character comments. Because it's totally the GM wrote this book, gave it to Harry to proofread, and Harry passed it to two other people in the group. And then random people come by and see the book and add notes to it, too.
0: Yeah, So, I mean, just that clever little mm-hmm. twist on writing the actual game book I thought was
1: was fun and entertaining. Mm-hmm. It, it was really well put together. It's totally labor but, yeah. of love.
0: So Dresden Files, which is a fate system, would be my uh,
1: suggestion. Okay, so we've covered some really good ones. So any honorable mentions out there?
0: Scion. I like Scion. It's a White Wolf 10D system. I like mm-hmm. that one. Play the children of gods.
1: Mm-hmm. Demigods in the modern, modern setting against the Titans. And, of course, there's first edition and second edition. I am
0: more partial to first edition, but if you blend the two, I think it makes for a really great system.
1: Mm-hmm. And second edition has a lot more books because White Wolf only did three of the original ones. Well, four, five, five, five. Mm-hmm. And uh, the new ones added a lot more content, which can totally be used in first or second edition, which is nice.
2: Hmm. Okay. All right, that, uh, honorable mention. All right. I'll, I'll throw this out there. Honorable mention in the context of Star Frontiers and Traveler uh, for me would actually be uh, Traveler 2300, which for those of you who don't know, uh, Traveler 2300 was a uh, it was it was a special project from Game Designers Workshop, and they actually used the Twilight 2000 game system to build a uh what you would call a near future uh space travel role-playing game it's supposed to be the world in the year 2300 after the uh after after the the third world war that happens between ussr and nato and the the 1990s Uh, but they uh um they did the whole thing using the, the Twilight 2000 game system, which is it's a, it's a little quirky, but uh, if you can handle Star Frontiers, you can handle the Twilight 2000 game system. And I would also say that if you enjoy tra- uh, tra- Traveler 2300, that uh, you'll have no difficulty at all in transitioning to the much crunchier actual Traveler role-playing game itself. Mm. So there's my honorable mention.
1: I, I've yet to actually play that one.
0: I How accessible are the uh, books and stuff? Are those on RPG? Um,
2: To the best of my knowledge, Traveler 2300 is out of print. Now, I didn't actually say this, but those of you <laughs> who have access to BitTorrent or something like it may possibly, I don't actually know, uh, find those books out there. But... Uh, 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 For those of you who have well-established game shops that have bargain bins, you might try going to the very back, dustiest part of the bargain bin, and maybe you find it. I have seen uh, books, old used copies for sale on Amazon, but uh, um, since I've got a whole set on my bookshelf over here, I just hoard them and keep them to myself. (laughs) Blessed
1: be the bargain (laughs) bin. Awesome. (laughs) and uh for my honorable mention i'm actually going to mention blades in the dark just because i randomly was thinking about that the other day because i was trying to see if some players wanted to play a one shot of it where it's basically a uh, pseudo victorian-ish counter world where the cities basically are surrounded by force fields to keep monsters and ghosts out But it's a very Victorian, steampunk-feeling game where, you know, the people go out in boats and hunt Leviathans for their oil to come back to the city. And if you've ever played uh, a few of the different, you know, games that came out a while ago for, like, Dishonored, it's totally the same style of setting where it's dark, Victorian, creepy. In Blades in the Dark, the group is a band of thieves, their own guild, basically. That has to compete with other guilds and it's 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 a good meta game on top of the RPG game. Hmm. I like it. Yeah. And the fact that when people die, there's a bell that rings in town verifying that someone has died, and they actually go hunting for the corpse before it rises <laughs> up as undead. So if you murder someone well, would have an escape plan. <laughs> and of course one thing I like about that game is it's got the uh flashback mechanic as an actual game mechanic so you can say while you're robbing this mansion that oh yeah we put a gondola in the canal outside his western window so we can jump out the window and hopefully survive and hit the boat and escape because we forgot to get out of this building so because we all know plans don't work and blades in the dark rewards players for not planning but getting into the game and going and then planning retroactively as a flashback because then you can role-play the flashback, just like in your classic (laughs) heist movies. It's a great little mechanic. And it's powered by the apocalypse, so it's a really easy system that you can hand your characters the playbooks, and they they can make the characters in less than 10 minutes. Because it's circle, here are your choices, circle one. Here are your choices, circle one. Here's your stats. Are you better at this or are you better at that? And then you have special moves that only your character can do. No one else in the group can do it which is cool because when you play most power by the apocalypse game books, the handbooks are specific. There's only going to be one of this class in the group period. So it gives a really good diverse feel to your group. And then of course you, when you build your, your group, you pick what your specialty is. If you're second story men, monster hunters, ghost hunters, vampire hunters, monsters, and uh, you basically will pick one gang that you're good with and one gang that you hate. And, There's a a chart for keeping track of factions. Hmm. And, of course, if your group develops too much heat, your character may be temporarily retired because they got caught by the Popo and locked up on on Alcatraz. Pick up another playbook (laughs) and make another member of your gang that's taking your place. And the nice thing, you know, like Kelly knows, I like stable stable gangs where you can have a stable of characters, you know, for your, you're know, like you're the Avengers. Which one of your characters are you playing today of your two characters? So that way players mm-hmm. can lose a character and always have a backup kind of ready just in case. So I totally got to throw it out there since we need to tag four people. I'm totally gonna tag Evan because I know Evan has not played any of these three games. Evan Cook. From Paradigm Lost. Anybody out mm-hmm. there you want me to tag? Um, you know I don't do the social media,
0: so. Well, you know our friends group, so. I know. I'm trying to think. Um, she's got way too much on her plate. Um.
1: Yes, we're not tagging Jocelyn because she has too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> way too much going on.
0: Uh, let's see here. Um. Well, hmm.
1: Shall we come back to you?
0: Yeah, come back to me. I like, don't put me on the spot there, dude. Uh ah, of course I'm putting you on the spot. Mm-hmm.
1: So Jesse, mm-hmm. is there anyone you would like me to tag or you can tag for me?
2: Um, I'm, I'm with Kelly. I don't, uh, I don't have my oven mitts handy, so I usually don't handle, uh, social media with my bare hands. Um, I I I gener- to tell you the truth I, I I don't tag people very frequently just because I don't want anybody to be irritated with me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I completely understand. So I will also pick Talia because you know she needs inspiration oh, for artwork Talia. and uh, she's gonna need some stuff to read while she has her surgery after the Tucson Comic Con. Mm. So did you when pick uh, Tucson Comic-Con is starting at the beginning of September. It starts September second. On the plus All side, right. we have Tucson Comic-Con and Rincon happening back to back. Rincon is happening at night and during the day at the Cons gaming area, and mm-hmm. Tucson Comic-Con, when it wraps up at night, we go right to the hotel for Rincon. Yep, it's a great setup this year. And I will secretly pick two more people to tag for this episode. And uh, I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up there, guys. All right. All right.
2: Glad I could could be of service. Kelly, it's glad to meet you. I'm good to to meet you. And I look forward to doing this again. All right. And thank you
1: for coming on, Justin. And uh, I will totally rat Kelly out and say it's her birthday tomorrow.
2: Oh, yeah. uh, okay. She's so be does, does that twenty mean,
1: five.
2: Does that mean you does that mean your cooking?
1: Uh it, it <laughs> means I'm paying for dinner, yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, sushi okay. Uh, are you doing any of the housework for her?
1: Oh there there's not gonna be any housework necessary no tomorrow No
2: housework this weekend. No okay, housework. Kelly Kelly, I want you to please remember that he said that.
1: <laughs> It is recorded and on the record. <laughs>
2: I've, I, I've been married for 27 years. Uh, my, my my wife is queen for a day when it's her birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, he, he has
2: been spoiling me. So
1: lies, yes, lies, and deceptions.
2: As as long, as, long <laughs> as the tradition remains, then everybody wins.
1: Exactly. Yeah. As, as the rule that I always give people is: this on the day of your birth, I can deny you no request. <laughs> and that's my defense to the judge judge your honor this on the day of their birthday i could deny them no request
2: <laughs> there you go yes yep yep yep, yep. now it's, it's funny it's funny you should say that because uh, uh years ago we had a house rule that was in effect uh if we happened to be gaming on your birthday then uh, uh, the, the the deal was you could re-roll any dice roll and, uh-huh. and, and uh and, and because it's your birthday, uh uh in you can instead of you re-rolling any dice roll, you can make the you can make the GM re-roll any one roll. Ooh, huh. that, I used to that know, is I nice. I, I, used to, I used to know people who would say uh, look, two, my my my, uh, uh, my birthday is two weeks from now. Can we skip next uh, game session? Can we come back and do this <laughs> so that it's on my birthday? Because I know we're about to attack the the the, the bad guy, and I, I I totally want to be the one who kills him.
0: Mm, the big bad, yeah. Oh. Oh yes. Interesting. I might, oh, yeah, you, might no, have to
2: you can this. have a lot of fun with uh, with big bads. A, lo- a long time ago, uh, a group of gamers came to me, and they this was this was like um, it was it was like uh, some some uh, college break, and we we were gonna be there over like a four day weekend. So mm-hmm. they said to me, said oh, we wanna we we wanna uh, uh, you know, a three game session thing. We want to go and kill an evil wizard. So I went ahead and set that up for them, and they, they they did, in fact, stalk and kill the evil wizard. And the evil wizard's name was Nitsudge Madlow, and they did not realize it until after it was over <laughs> and done that it was my name's so backwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny.
1: Because names are hard, but when you have a great name, you use it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just I, I just realized that you know okay it's a one shot thing they're gonna know I'm slapping this together they're gonna know I just I just made up a name and and it wasn't until afterwards that uh, that somebody was just you know doodling and they they realized that that was my name spelled backwards
1: <laughs> and then they got that aha moment
2: yep ah oh.
1: that's awesome <laughs> all right well, then bit... I know
2: I, I know you folks yeah. must have other things to do.
1: Yes, actually, I do have to run. Yep. Time to get ready for her day tomorrow. And so much for Yay. Comic-Con. So much yeah, for Yeah, oh, Comic-Con.
0: my God. Actually, Karen has been texting,
1: so. Oh, so we'll have, definitely have to get back with, with the RingCon board. All righty, guys. Thank you for coming right. on. And uh, thank, thank you. you for, thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. All right. Bye, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash C-P-P-N to never miss a show or stream.